We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Flo here with a word that's just weird. Terry cloth. Who exactly is Terry? And why does he get his own fabric? Did he journey below SPF 50? Fight off some weeds and his daffodils? Hmm. How about a word for everyone? Flotection. Yeah, I just made it up. But I'm not making up how great it feels when me and Progressive protect your new home. Ever think of that, Terry? No. Terry only thinks of himself. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is... This is... This is... This is... This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Ricardo Navas. And with me today, we have our producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. What's We have Heat Twitter president, Alf. I'm, I'm not going to follow that's, Brian. That's you. Okay. Um, and we have Hot Take Harry, Harrison Citron. Yeah, I think Brian ruined it, but we're here, yeah. That's okay. Brian ruins everything. He's, he's going to be our Alex Toledo for the day. Thanks, Brian. Professional screw-up. Yes, you are you are our most professional screw up, and this is a heat beat podcast. Um, guys, I don't know where we want to start today because there's a lot to get into. We're gonna do a mailbag later. We're gonna unveil a game. Uh, I guess, I guess I want to start with making fun of the Knicks because the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the Knicks. I was reading a tweet today. I, I don't I don't remember who it was from. I think it was from sweep uh, sweep the leg. And he was saying how the Heat lost three Hall of Famers and are still better than the Knicks. Yeah. Like, yeah, like considerably better. It's not even really close. Like a lot better, like what Harry said. So how, how, how are they so bad for so long? And all those Nick fans talk so much garbage. Because they have no organizational structure. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have a plan. Like when you sign Joe Kim Noah for four years after he hasn't been a decent NBA player in two and a half, you don't have a plan. Like you you are just basically you're playing you're playing like you're playing NBA two K, but the problem is you're playing two thousand fourteen version. Like <laughs> like you're not even you're I don't know what like you're not even playing today's game. Like you're still running the triangle offense. Like it's just bad, man. It's just it just shows no foresight. It's just it's like a poorly run company. If that's what it is. But like I love when you juxtapose it to the Heat, and I know that there are a lot of people that it's still like there there's an annoying section of the fan base that that wanted to tank and this and that and say that the Heat are just a middle of the road team. But you look at the guys the Knicks are signing. You look at the guys the Sacramento signs. And then you look at what Miami does. They bring these guys in and they start having career years all over the floor. Like, it's such a stark difference of competence in your franchise. It's startling. 
Terry, did you want to ask yeah, something? I saw you wanted to talk. Yeah, no, I I just was thinking that. I mean, that's kind of what we always clamor about, and we get you know people make fun of us for the culture and everything. And Chris Mannix just wrote a really good article on the Vertical about. Like, you know, the Heat could have easily – this could have been an, an easy season for the Heat to tank and just take, you know, a top pick and do with it. But the Heat are more about player development. They'd rather see uh, they'd rather see Tyler Johnson get better. They'd rather see uh, this full – I mean, J- James Johnson's playing like, you know, we always say LeBron light, but that's really who he is. And the Heat focus more on getting the most out of the guys that are healthy. And it's obviously um, been huge because if the Heat win tomorrow against the Knicks, they're the first team ever in NBA history to be 19 games down, under 500 and make it back to 500. So regardless of how the season ends, that would be a ridiculous accomplishment to be the first team to ever do that. But like, and like, like you're saying, Jerry, like look who they signed. It's not like they signed a bunch of world beaters, right? They just they signed they signed a bunch of journeymen. They signed the same guys that these other teams signed. So what's the difference, right? Like you're trying to tell me James Johnson couldn't have got picked up by Sacramento? Like he basically has been picked up by the Sacramentos of the world before. But they don't do anything with him. Same thing with Dion Waiters. Like he could have went anywhere. Um same thing with Wayne Ellington, Luke Babbitt. Like there's something to the fact that when guys come to the Miami Heat, they get better. Um and then you look at the Knicks and got people guys go to the Knicks. And they they just disappear. Like, where's Courtney Lee? Like, Derrick Rose? Like, they like it's just it. It's it's something about the organization. Like, what they're doing. They don't have. They don't. They have no. They have. It's like they don't have goals. Like, what was it? Like, what? What did? <laughs> what no did Phil Jackson? Like, what did Phil Jackson think he was doing this summer? They don't frankly like who he's falling asleep in meetings. Like, yeah, dude. Like four years for Joe Kim Noah. Alf, I will refute. I will refute something that you said about how the Heat are basically signing Joakim Noah. Like James Johnson. No, no, I didn't say that. No, See, I didn't say that. Yeah. Okay. That 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 James Johnson. I'm sorry. That James Johnson had already been picked up by the Sacramento's of the world and stuff like that. But like, I think the difference between Miami and these teams are, like, Dion has not been a bad player. He's been a punchline. But in Oklahoma City, he had a good year. James Johnson. They look. They look at guys with upside because they saying. have a plan. No, that's what they I'm had... saying. Like James Johnson played with a coach that really handcuffed him in Dwayne Casey his whole career, and Miami. And obviously Miami has some failures like Derek Williams and and Dexter Pittman's and Greg Odens. But Rodney no, no, Rodney... Derek Williams is why Cleveland's going to win a title. I saw that on right. Twitter. He is right. He has a they have a best supporting cast LeBron's ever had. So don't, don't, sleep, <laughs> on, Derek... don't sleep on Derek Williams because the Williams sisters over there. <laughs> no, but it's um I think I think what the Heat do is they find guys that have certain skill sets that they think they can translate. So sometimes it works great. Like sometimes you get James Johnson, sometimes you get Derek Williams. Sometimes but, you get Eddie Curry. <laughs> right. Sometimes uh, you get Birdman. So sometimes but, sometimes you get Greg Odin. So like but if you but listen, if you're hitting like every other time on guys that you're not spending a lot of money on, yo, that's awesome. And the fact that uh, I mean, just when the you know when the Heat brought in the big three, LeBron and Bosh, like they weren't they weren't amazing defenders. Like the Heat well, made Le- sure that LeBron that was a part was. of their game plan. LeBron was LeBron, no, Le- LeBron, LeBron, LeBron he wasn't was otherworldly. Like he was, he was he a good defender. I mean, LeBron, but he, he wasn't otherworldly. Like first team all defense. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah, know. but he wasn't asked to do. He wasn't as versatile. He no, wasn't asked they, to do what he was asked to do here. And then you look at Bosch. Like, Bosch became a defensive anchor here. Like, yeah, he, he was a was good the, defender, but he became a great defender here. And Bosch, Bosch became the best pick-and-roll defender in the league. I mean, that, that wasn't something that you would have ever thought Chris Bosch when he was in Toronto. So, you know, these are things that they can – they can see when they're watching film and see when they're watching tape and be like, okay, if we got this guy here in our program, our conditioning – you know, we can get the most out of this guy. And but that's what I'm saying. They have a plan. Like what 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 the hell were the Knicks what what are the Knicks doing? Like, yeah, we we can salvage Derrick Rose. Like Well the the crazy part is a lot of these teams rely on like who they are, but the problem is they haven't been good for so long. Like the Knicks and the Lakers are just hoping to get meetings with free agents and wooing them with the fact that they're playing in like LA or New York. First of all, LA is a shitty city, so I oh crap. So I don't understand <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't understand why people are so excited to go out and play in LA. And they're obviously when they do meetings now, 
they're not really getting people to go out there. The, the, the Heat are, have a great city, a great organization, a good plan. Uh, they're, the be- they're the best in the league at player development, maybe second best beyond the Spurs. And they get the most out of their guys, and that's that's better than anything else that anyone else is doing around around the and league. The Knicks are just like an overall, just like a clown show. Like they just had, there's so much drama with Dolan and the whole thing with Oakley. Like that doesn't happen at a good company, at a good organization. Like none of that stuff goes down, and or or if it happens, it's it's dealt with better than the way they dealt with it. But. From the top down, they're just—it's just a crappy run organization. Yeah, I mean, and their you, fan could, base makes it so much funnier. Could you imagine like this this Bosch scenario on another like a, a clown franchise like the Knicks? I mean, it would be the most ridiculous thing. I mean, it it, it sucks for all parties involved, but the, you know the Heat have made their decision and they're just letting you know they're going to do what's best for them and and wish Bosch the best. They're not going to risk. They're not going to risk his they health. They don't say a lot. They don't come out with press releases going back and forth with Bosch. Like uh, the Knicks did with Oakley, like it just—they let things die down. Not a small thing. They've been right most of the time, and I know that a lot of, and myself included, a lot of people did not like how the Dwayne thing went down, but they ended up being right on Dwayne. We've talked before with um, with Evan Cohen, the guys that they let go, Lou Aldang, uh, Joe Johnson, right? Like they're th- this Chris Bosh thing. We, we're not really seeing Chris Bosh make a push, you know, to try to campaign to get back on the court after that second, after the failed physical before training camp. You know what I mean? Like, they've been right most of the time. And I don't want to be the Homer podcast that is just like, go heat, go heat. Because um, there are a lot of things that they do that is ugly business. But they're right a lot. And, and I know that they've, and Alf, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. And I was saying how the Heat are in a PR nightmare that it's going to take a lot of goodwill because they had a lot of goodwill. And I, that yeah. offseason, and I was saying on this podcast that I thought that between the boss situation and between how the Dwayne thing went down, that they that, that they had lost a lot of stock. And look at what saying being said around the league. Spolstra makes guys better. All these guys' career, the stability of this franchise, culture, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not just something that we're saying on – uh, uh, as Heat fans, like this is this commentary that's being said around the league. After well, if you, if, this summer, if, it was the apocalypse. I don't know if it's calculator or calculator or not, but if you look at it, what's really happened? Where is all the praise uh, pouring from, or where is it directed to? Um, it's all going to Spolstra. Yep. It's almost like you see the transition, the transition happening, like right in front of your eyes, like. The a lot of the animosity and you know some of the vitriol was headed towards Riley, or Riley doesn't know how to connect with younger players anymore, or he him and he him and Wade lost their way. They kind of shifted the focus from Riley to Spolstra, and Spolstra now has I mean a great name. He's considered top three coach in the NBA. He's considered he's going to be considered for coach of the year, and if. If anything, like the genius of what's happened this year is shifting the focus from old man Riley, who doesn't connect with players anymore, is hard edge, um, who isn't very flexible at all, who ran LeBron and Wade and Bosch out of town, switching the focus from them to look at this amazing coaching staff and look at the amazing organization. Like it's almost like it's it's like perfectly set up for him to hand over the reins to Eric and be like, okay, this is your thing now. And Eric has one of the best names in the NBA right now. Guys, look at what players volunteer about him. It's not that they're asked, oh, Spo this, Spo that. James Johnson goes on the radio and volunteers how Spolstra has helped his career. Deion Waiters is volunteering these things. Hassan Whiteside is mimicking these, uh, these Spo quotes. These Goron things. made a video, uh, unsolicited, made a video uh, on about LeBron's network. Yeah, about Spo being coach of the year, man. It's you know even even LeBron. I mean, he ne- he's never said a public neg- a, a negative thing publicly about Spo. Neither has Dwayne. Like they, it's never been Spo. So to to make the focus of the Heat franchise Eric Spolster right now instead of Pat Riley is probably the smartest PR decision they could possibly make. We were talking at least to the rest of the league. Like we love Riley down here still, but it was it was starting. His name was starting to become uh, Riley was starting to become kind of poisonous around the league. But you have 
and and now when you go into free agent meetings, Spolster is building this cachet with players about helping them improve. I mean, we, we remember very clearly what happened with Durant, how impressed he was with Spolstra, what James Johnson, what Goran, what all these players, Hassan, what all these players are saying about this coach. They might not need the cachet of Riley going forward. Like, Riley sells you on cachet. And now it's 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 a little different. Now Spolster's coming in the room with some weight of his own. Of I'm gonna I'm a good. Coach. Is it is it that and Harry is it that players are smarter that are smarter now? Like is is it like okay, dude, the rings on the table ain't gonna work. Show me analytically. Show me some video of what you can do to make me a better player and to help me win. Is is that some of what's going on? That why Spo is so impactful now. I think. I think a lot of sorry about that sound I made. That was very Stugatz of me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but uh, I think it's the I think it's the journey that Spoh's taken. That the fact that he's been like all through the organization, like from the fact that he was you know the video editor and you know in the basement to the strength and conditioning coach, now like one of the best coaches in the league. I think they just see that that Spo is smart. So when he's speaking about basketball, it comes off really well. And I think the results of what they're doing speak for themselves. If I was the Heat, I would just have a giant poster board of fat James Johnson in Toronto <laughs> and, sure, like, let's... ripped ripped James Johnson. And then you could just play the clips of him dunking. I mean, he's murdered people the last or few games. Or skinny Wade in, in, in Miami and fat Wade right. in Chicago. Right. I mean, Wade. just – yeah, just keep like showing the differences, and, and I mean, th- it's not something that everybody wants. I mean, that's why I think it's funny when people uh, talk about, oh, Melo in Miami or floating. Some- Melo would be awful in Miami, man. Like he's not, he's not gonna do, he's <laughs> not gonna do that diet. God, he's not gonna do the work. So you, you really need that? to get guys that he's slandering Melo. I know. I know these things. Well, well, weren't we slandering the Knicks earlier? It's just by extension. I mean, he looked like an old fat man last night. Oh I probably, God. I probably he could have was, taken Melo off the dribble last night, and I can't dribble. He was, uh, he was purposely not shooting. It was like, it, it was like almost. I guess, and he talked about it after the game, like uh, him putting up thirty shots is going to help this team in the future. Like, I, I mean, he just sounded defeated. I felt bad for him, saying he doesn't know what his role is, like. Don't I don't remember? know, man. Like, did you see what Lake well, who, tweeted last night? How he said he read Melo's lips, and James Johnson asked him, "How you doing, man?" And Melo said, "Just waiting for this to be over." Yeah, I mean, he looks miserable. Like, Melo didn't shoot at what he he had one field goal attempt, like midway through the second quarter last night. Like, he, I don't know, that uh. Well. Might as well let Ron Baker take all their shots. That's that's obviously going to help Dude, the Knicks. What that, the hell was that? Who was that guy? Yeah, that guy looks. Ron like Baker. Ron Baker. Ron Baker's the dude from a uh, Wichita State Final Four. Yeah, watch college basketball. He looks like he started oh, Disney I... Channel shows. Oh, yeah, he does. He looked yeah. like a High School Musical out there. Yeah, dude. He, yeah, he looks like he was on TV one time with a with like a shell necklace. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I'm like, why on a is beach, this guy carving? On a beach doing a, chore- a choreographed dance routine? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that guy was carrying the heat. Singing up. about the summer and how he doesn't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> guy, yeah, he, he he did not look like uh, like a professional basketball player. He didn't play like one either. But he looks, yeah, that, he, he looks like he gets high a lot, right? Dude, how mad were you? Was I the only one getting pissed? Like every every time like we go up by eight, I'm like, okay, game's over. They're about to push us to fourteen. And then like Kylo Quinn would go on a seven old personal <laughs> run. That guy's good, man. That dude oh, yeah, so- Ky- Kylo Quinn's the best player in the Knicks. And Hernan Gomez. Like what for, like what is that? Alf. Like, it- what is there, that? There were, there were a Hernan lot Gomez? of white guys. There were a lot of white guys on the court last night. Yeah, they almost had a full white lineup. Yeah. Alf, in a they, almost went, they almost went full clan. In a whoa, whoa. <laughs> you would know. Uh, Alf, in a vacuum, I give you the name Kylo Quinn. That person is what race? That person looks like a um, like a leprechaun. La- that person Plumley. looks like Mike. He, English. Look, he looks like a Plumley. He looks like a Plumley brother. He looks like a Mike English to me. No, he looks. Kylo Quinn looks like a Plumley brother to me. I remember learning that Kylo Quinn was black, and I was like, what? "Oh, there was, dude, there was a Plumley on the floor last night, wasn't there?" No, I don't think so. Is there a Plumley on the, the Knicks? Knicks? I think the Knicks have a Plumley. 
They do? I, I swore I heard Plumley. Am, am I being racist right now? Because I saw a bunch of white guys and I thought what was Plumley. Speaking of white guys, there are yeah, I... whispers of Courtney Ward coming to Miami. According to Frank Isola. It's our boy, dude. We've been campaigning for the Gordon Hayward to Miami. And, what uh, was the? I, I didn't read the article. What's the context of the whispers? Frank Isola reported that there are, in quotes, whispers. Hayward wait end up in Miami if he does not resign with Utah. Yeah, it was in his column talking about how Riley's been better than Phil Jackson. <laughs> dude, I love Isola this year, man. And I've always hate, I've hated him in the past. Frank Isola is, you know, working his way into Heat Lifer. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I think the article is. Ba- I mean, listen, if, if Utah doesn't offer Hayward the full max, maybe yes, they got a Plumley. They have a Plumley. They have an M they- Plumley. I don't know M- which Plumley. one it is. Is that the other brother that graduated? There's another guy from Duke. They got a Plumley. I told. I knew they had it. I knew how, I saw. How a did we get derailed to this, to this place? I'm sorry, because I because I knew about white guys. Centers, yeah, looking at Nick White backup centers. Mark Marsh- Gordon Hayward. Um, yeah, what is he? What was the report? He's going to take a meeting with the Heat. Of course, he's going to take a there, meeting. There are with the whispers. Heat. There are whispers. Whispers. I mean, Psst. who would you? Um, I was actually on another podcast earlier, and cheating the question on was, us. Whatever. It was better than this one. You Infidelity. Want to plug that? Huh? Want to plug that? It was um. <laughs> Josh, I can't. No, it was Josh Baumgard. What was the name? And of the it's podcast? the Be the Ball podcast. So it'll be posted either tonight or tomorrow. BTB. Slice so, Miami. So, uh, by Josh Baumgard from Slice Miami, friend of Heat Beat. Friend, of, yeah, friend, friend of the program. Friend of the program. Come on. Um, yeah, but he was talking about who would you rather? Uh, who would be at the top of your list? And you guys know I'm high on Blake Griffin, but man, um, I think uh. A lineup that features, um, what's that white guy's name? Gordon Hayward. Wow, way to go! <laughs> At experts, the three. Only, only experts here. On yeah, Alf's <laughs> Al, 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 Al having podcast fatigue. Yeah. Gordon Hayward at the three, Justice at the four, and then whoever, if we re-sign Dion, but Gor, uh, Goron and Hassan, man, that's a top three team in the East. JJ Five. I mean. JJ, huh? JJ well, at the form well let me let me ask you guys something. How good is this Heat team now? Because you're looking at the numbers since they started the break. Like, I mean, can we give if we do make the playoffs? Can we give teams trouble if we can? If we, I mean, obviously if we get a favorable matchup. Healthy, like, healthy Dion, their top four team in the East. Brian, could you play a small sample theater? Because I'm glad Harry brought that up. Because I think that this is very contingent on how Dion looks when he comes back and if he comes back. And I have some stats for you. When it comes to samples, size matters. Except for this next segment. Let's have some fun with some small, teeny-weeny sample sizes. This is Small Sample Size Theater. Featuring Lake Heights, Duncan or Christian Hernandez. Whoever is available. Neither. (laughs) Just me today. Um... Dion's been out for five games now. Uh, Miami's two and three, I guess, because also last night, so six games. Miami's three and three in those games with a net rating floating around minus three. Uh, the defense has also taken a dive. Uh, they're at a 106 defensive rating, and the offense has been at about 103. And they're shooting 29% from three, which is really bad, as we know. Um, the Heat, the Heat defense is top five in the league, and since January twenty seventh, uh, January seventeenth, I'm sorry, they've been top three. So, in the short time that Dion has been out, they've suffered on both the offensive and defensive end significantly. Now, what I think is important looking to the playoffs is their backcourt play. Miami is one and eight without Goron, and eleven and nineteen without Dion. That's that's startling. Like, if those guys are like, if those guys are healthy, that's a good team. Like, think about that. That's all, that's twenty plus losses. Yeah, if they, if you have, court. if if those guys are, I mean, if those guys are one hundred percent, man, they're like, I really think if it shakes out, if the, if Dion's one hundred percent, I think the East shakes out as the Cavs, the Celtics. Um, I don't believe in the Wizards. I don't care what anybody says. I don't believe in the Wizards. 
Um, who else? Who's who's fourth? Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Raptors. I don't believe in the Raptors. Um, okay. <laughs> without Lowry, um, I mean, he'll be back. He'll be back. I mean, I, like I think the Bucks are better than the Raptors with Middleton. The Bucks can't lose anymore. Ever since uh, ever since there was a playoff race, the Bucks don't lose anymore. Dude, because they're really, really good with Middleton and uh, Apato. Apato. Yeah, that guy. I think I got it right. Spell it. The, no, thank you. The Heat are twenty-seven <laughs> and nineteen in games that Dion has played. Uh, yeah, Eight games over five hundred. So a whole season, that's like twenty. Yeah, twenty games over five hundred. They're, they're, it's pretty simple. When Goran and Dion don't play, they're bad, and when they both play together, they're good. They rely, and they they don't really have a backup point guard because Tyler Johnson's not a backup point guard, and Josh Richardson's not a backup point guard. They're two guards. Josh Richardson should never initiate offense again in his life. He takes forever. He starts the offense in like ten seconds. And Dude, he he crosses half court and stops, and then thinks about his pass for the next eight seconds. And okay, now we're at nine seconds. Great. He's had a couple really. He strung together a couple good games, and last game was probably his best of the season. Yeah, playing off the ball. He he should not he should not handle the ball. Like he's he's not that guy. But we also haven't seen him play healthy with Dion and Goran together, which is really going to slide him into his natural position of kind of an off-ball guard who shoots and plays passing. Like now they're asking him to defend the guys that Dion would defend. Dion's a much better defender as we know. So Dion being out really makes everything not work as well as it should. And the drive and kick yeah. is not going. Yeah, percent from three. That's not yeah. a, like because he they don't I, have it. They don't have I, another I, guy yeah. sucking the defense in. Yeah, yeah. Dion's playmaking this year has been super underrated, and his ability to drive to the. I mean, he drives to the basket so much. So even though they're not always the prettiest drives, his ability uh, to drive and have the defense collapse on him makes the uh, makes our three point shooting a lot more open. But when you guys were talking about the East, I, I don't know. The East is so weird. I mean. I don't think Cleveland's going to be able to turn a switch and be good defensively. So that's a huge weakness for them. Boston added Al Horford, and they're what going to win a few more games than they won last year. They're not. They're not that great. Um, I think the Wizards could actually be pretty good. I like that team. Uh, all of their young guys have been playing well. Uh, so you know, Beal's healthy this year. Ubre's been good. Otto Porter's the best shooter from the outside in the league. So they're interesting. And Toronto obviously is all health dependent, but I'm not sure exactly. I really you know, like what Toronto st- if they're healthy with Ibaka because that's going to add another dimension to their defense that they didn't have before and the shooting. And sometimes teams could pick on Valentinus a little bit and they won't be able to with Ibaka. So, and now if I, 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 I kind of hear what you're saying. Miami won't be and shouldn't be favored against any of those home seeds. But they match up decently. I know that they've lost every game that they've played to Boston, but most of those games have been really close. They've, and most of those games, they've been missing somebody. Yeah, and um, Isaiah wouldn't need fifty. What was it, fifty something, fifty-five to beat them in Boston? Yeah, the other night without Dion, it what was it, a four-point game? Um, so yeah, they. They can I don't. With that team. I listen. No matter who they play. If first of all, we still have to say if they make the playoffs. Yeah, like we're making a really big assumption <laughs> right now. Right. Like, yeah, we're making these assumptions. Like, and that it makes me so uncomfortable. Like everyone's talking about first round matchups. I'm like, make it first. Um, but um, if they do make the playoffs, dude, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a pain in the ass for whoever they play because they're not gonna stop. They've proven that they are not going to stop. They are going to be relentless. And they're going to – I mean, they're going to make somebody's life hell. Do Are they going to win a series? I don't know. And this is a question Baumgard uh, put to me. Um, who would you rather play if you had your druthers? Would it be the Celtics or the Cavs? I'd rather play the – yeah, I'd rather play the Celtics because I think in that type of series, we'd come up with a way to stop Isaiah Thomas. And if you could do that, you can cut off a lot of their offense. They will not be able to stop LeBron in any meaningful way. It's, it's just they won't be able to. Do yeah, Rodney Magruder on LeBron gives me it gives me uh, you know it gives me nightmares. It gives me heartburn. I'm, I'm an they old have Jew, guys so. that they can throw at him, but I, honestly, without justice, 
That's... I, think, I think Justice is a player that you're going to miss more in the playoffs than the regular season because, yep. I mean, he neutralized DeMar DeRozan last year. Like, completely see, I th- neutralized him. I think it's two different questions, right? I think which which series do you have a better chance of winning? I think the Boston series, right? But what would I rather? I'd rather play the Cavs because oh, you're not winning a championship. You don't want that. Why, who can, dude, you're not going to win a championship. Yeah, but you're not Give gonna, me this. You're not going to be Cleveland. That's going to be embarrassing. I know you're not. I know you're not. Do you want to get embarrassed? Oh, whatever. Embarrassing. Listen, I'm not playing. Give me the series that has more juice to it. Like, if I'm going to have to, because the Heat are not going to make it past the first round, right? I, 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 or we don't think we don't think, don't they, think they will make it, right? Well, we're not, we're not expecting a healthy Dion, so. Okay, so at, at least give me a series with some juice to it, man. Like make LeBron juice. I mean that that those are two fan bases that really yeah, have each but other. it's we not the same. Dude, fun. I, That'll be a more yeah. But I would series. rather be. I'd rather like listen. Not, neither of them uh, like either. We go. It's the most racist city in America against the most ethnic city in America, or it's us against LeBron. Like no, both of them are like really good options. But to me, give me the series with more juice. Give me the series against LeBron. It's more fun. I don't know. Yeah, I just think, I just think. I mean, you, you but you were right. After the playoff thing is definitely an, an if, but I, the game went like the tipping against Detroit was so big because now we have tiebreakers over everybody, but everybody. Chicago except Chicago. So no, but in a four way tie, I think, and if in, probably, any, in any four way tie, the Heat come out on top. Right. So and, and like, I, there was I, some I, jumble, they'll be fine. And I've been doing the the year. stupid thing where where you look at um, where you look at the remaining schedules and like the Pacers have fallen off a cliff. The Hawks have won two in a row, but they have a tough schedule to close out the season. The Bulls' schedule isn't hard, but who the hell knows with the Bulls? And we've we've separated ourselves from the Pistons. They have a tough schedule, and they can't win on the road. So. You know, if you are in a decent position, man, they are. But yeah, like I, I said, I'm not. Ca- you guys are making it seem like Miami has a tough schedule. They have a back to back on the road in yeah. Toronto and in Washington. They play Washington at home another time. They play Cleveland. They play Denver at home, which is a playoff team. Uh, the only two non playoff teams they play are Charlotte and the Knicks again. So Miami's gonna right. have it rough too with the, with the really, yeah. But right really now with back to back, right now without Dion, it's less about what the Heat can do. And more about what the teams chasing them can do. I think if they um, play 500 ball, they get it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I think. think. That's, that's, exactly. That's, that's what, yeah. It, so, basically, it's like hold on for dear life and hope Dion comes back before the playoffs. Because um, otherwise, it's going to be, I mean, if Dion's not back for the playoffs, and let's say they drop a stupid game to the Knicks, like let's say they drop this game tomorrow, like, dude, that's just going to hurt because you need. Like these easy wins, you need them and you need them bad because maybe you can get Cleveland because they're not playing well at home. Maybe if you shoot the ball well, but it's, that's not something you want to count on. No, you, you don't want to. You don't want to bank on having to beat Cleveland and who else? They got to play Toronto again. Toronto and Washington yeah. in a back to back on the road, both games. Yeah, like you don't want to. You don't want to bank on having to win those games to make it into the playoffs. I, I, like, I, I'm counting those as losses, both of them on the road, back to back. Yeah, take care of take care of business with the Knicks like you just did, and then I mean beat Charlotte. You have to beat Charlotte, and then you know kind of just pray that Detroit and the rest of these teams just continue to collapse. And win the game against Washington the last day of the season, which Washington might rest their players. might be might yeah maybe they clinch. So maybe and but it doesn't appear that I mean Cleveland can't sit. Maybe Cleveland sits their players. I don't know. Are we going to that game? We're not gonna discuss that on air. Hey, we, hey, no. hey, off! Do you want to go to the game? Uh, last game of the season. Uh, Why not? So, for our listeners, we may or may not go to the last game as a, of the season as a show. So, uh, stay up. Stay yeah, on that's it. Yeah, stay on, stay on Twitter. Maybe, uh, maybe we can all hang out. We can get some. Uh, we can get some. Uh, you guys had a chance to sit next to Alf, and you guys blew it. Yeah, you know, we were giving away a seat next to Alf, and you know, nobody wanted it. I'm sorry. Alf. I had to watch the game by myself. Did that make you feel bad? It was awkward. Did you have wanted a rando sitting next to you, a listener? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Remember, Honestly, remember I, the remember the remember the lady that asked what. Hey, 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 hey. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. 
No? Okay. I thought Tyler, that was pretty funny. There's some Tyler Johnson sound we wanted to oh play. Oh my god, Brian! We have TJ sound. So uh our friend <laughs> at Brass Jazz on Twitter, uh, we'll put his link in the description. Did some reporting work. And this is what he came up with. Hey man, what's up? Hey, Good question. Do you like anime? Huh? Do you like anime? That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Confirmed. So I really hate TJ now. Uh, that that is for real now. TJ doesn't love my beloved anime. He doesn't even like it. He said that's not his thing. What is your thing, TJ? Stealing money from the heat, not replacing your broken teeth? Is that your thing? Not being a virgin and watching anime. Not playing well? Is that your thing? Not he's watching. Been re- he's been really good. He's been really not like, watching eh, for like like four games. Okay. Not watching cartoons as a grown up. The, let's, let's the pump funny the part. Breaks. Let's pump the brakes. The fun- Gianni, the funny part was was Tyler was having a good season. I mean, he had a few injuries here or there, but he was playing well, and he was better than Wade the entire year because he was playing defense. And then Wade went and broke his elbow because he's old and he's he's not <laughs> as good anymore. And TJ's just looking amazing. And that contract was fine. bad for two months, and everyone forgets it. No, he was not bad for two Alf, months. He was Alf, bad he for like three weeks. Alf, he was bad, dude. No, he was. He, he was, was not playable at times, and he was also injured. He was on the court. He was healthy. Mm. He was playing, man. If you're playing, you're good. Well, he's playing better than Dwayne Wade right now, and he'll be, be oh, playing. Oh, oh, okay. He'll be playing better than Dwayne Wade in two years from now, guaranteed. Dwayne Wade will probably be retired. guaranteed. That twenty million you wanted to give Wade in a third year. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's gonna be on a boat crying in when two that, years. When that twenty million dollars prevents you from signing an important free agent, you come back to me. Oh, no. He'll be like the McBob's deal. We go. We can't get rid of McBob's contract. Can't sign Kevin Durant. Is McBob? Is he still on the bench? I haven't even noticed Dude, him. Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even realize that Justice wasn't. Justice just, hasn't been on the bench. He just came. Now back he is. Yeah, now he is. Still with his oh. with his hair, Brian. I'm sorry. It's longer now. Justice has Justice has a nice girlfriend though. That's good. That's good for Justice. Justine. Just Justine's getting out there. They're gonna have a baby. Justice. Wait, her name. Her name is Justine. Yes. I know it's. Oh nice. my god, it's hilarious. Great. Yeah. You can't date someone with the same name and female form. <laughs> Could you imagine Gianni dating a Gianna? It's fucking weird. Oh no, Carla. Giovanna, I think would be the girl version. Did you guys catch that? Harrison just cursed. Yeah, I did. Write that down, Brian. Jesus, I'm sorry. Harry. I'm having a. What's, I'm having a. What's 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 wrong with you? I'm I'm rusty. I haven't been on for a while. Uh, do you guys want to play a game? No. You guys, are, you guys look. You guys sound kind of deflated, Brian. Let's let, let's play a game. We were expecting. We were expecting a better. Never mind. It's been a very basketball show. Let's play a game. Let's let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Steal this from Zazlo. Well, I, I came up with this one. Big game or not a big game? Okay. Heat life or not a heat life or which and Carlo Navas. Have <laughs> big and Lamar Odom. Heat life or not a heat life? Alf, you can go first. What is this game? Is, is Lamar Odom a heat life? No, he's a cokehead. No. <laughs> what the hell, man? Why are you taking out Lamar Odom? I don't. I didn't take him out. He's obviously not a heat lifer. You have to say if he's a heat lifer or not. You don't have to character assassinate him. I'm sorry. He was here for one season. Jesus Christ. He's a drug addict and he dated a Kardashian. No, not a heat lifer. Not a heat lifer. Not my heat lifer. I think think he's a heat lifer. Why? Because he got a shag? You're you're sentimental for no reason. Shag. Heat lifer, not a heat lifer. Uh, not a heat life. Whoa. I don't know. I feel like you have to be here for a certain amount of time to be a heat lifer. I mean, four seasons is not that long. Or was it three? Three and a half, right? Yeah, three and a half. No, because he got fat and he was mean to Chris Quinn. Jeez. Chris, Chris Quinn is absolutely not a heat lifer. You can be mean to not heat lifer. 
No. But now he's Qu a coach. I think I think Quinny is a heat lifer. Quinny's more heat lifer than Shaq. Uptown Dale. Heat lifer not a heat lifer. Nah, his pants are way too tight. <laughs> I saw him at a Panthers game. He was I'm wearing, not a fake. He was wearing tight jeans and a tucked in Panthers jersey. Not a heat lifer. Stanley I'm not the Johnson. biggest uptown. Who? Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson? After that game against Detroit, I think it <laughs> I guess it depends if we make the playoffs or not. We can we can Beno, we can... Beno is definitely a heat lifer. Oh Beno's a heat lifer. That's a difference. He hasn't played three and a half years though. No, uh, Jack, I mean, Jack. Brian. Listen, he's... <laughs> whatever your name is. He is still doing solids for the heat like a year Amazing. later. Amazing. Liking Instagram posts of uh, James Johnson oh, dunking shit. on his teammate. Like, that is amazing. <laughs> Dude, that is the That was pretty funny. Anthony Carter. Heat lifer. Oh. No. Not a heat lifer, but his, his agent know, is. His agent's heat yeah, lifer. His he's also coaching on the Sky Force now, so that's interesting. He's trying to he's trying to become heat lifer, but he's not. It's hard to be a heat lifer. I don't know. I, I think I'm also as good as a heat lifer. You give everyone a title. Okay, last one. Okay. Mike Big. Okay, now you're just being stupid. I think if you play. Mike, Mike Bibby's Mike the worst thing that's ever happened to the franchise. I, I think if you've played on those big three teams, you automatically get defensive. Oh, dude, you and this big three crap. No. Mike, you remember Eddie Cur how excited we were? He Eddie Curry is not he a heat lifer. Jadrunas Ogalskis is not a heat yeah, lifer. Yeah, they do. Eric Dampier is not a heat I lifer. Think, I think so. You're making a mockery of the term heat lifer. So Cleveland is beating Chicago 38-34 right now. We need we need Cleveland to win. Of course they won't. Yes, we need yes we need them to win. I thought that was a successful uh, first game. I said cut the music, Brian. You got you got to ask better you got to ask better people. You can't ask Mike Bibby and uh... he asked really bad. I did like, not ask bad. I thought Uptown Dale was good. Anthony Carter, I think he's a heat life. Lamar Odom. I thought that was good. What is your definition of a heat lifer? Somebody that you remember their name? James Johnson's a heat lifer after one year. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was waiting for you to. I was waiting for you to hit us with like Yakuba Diawara. No, he's not a heat lifer. He hit that Why shot. not? Because he hit that shot against he... the... Brian, put the music back on while we discuss this. Because he hit that shot against the Nets. <laughs> I'll play a different song. No, I want that one. This is Benny Hill music. Okay, turn it off. Clan <laughs> turn it off! And I'm not because I don't even have Brian's camera on, so I can't even see his dumb, stupid smile that he has on when he bothers me. That's your boy, man. Don't talk to him like you that. You this round, going. Stop! I got, oh, it's you... so loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. It, it's, it's like loud, and it probably startles people driving. We probably cause accidents. No one's listening to this. Don't worry. Oh, speaking of that, um, speaking of listeners, you can buy hey, our Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew that was coming up eventually. It was gonna be that one or Chang. I knew one of them was coming up. Hey guys, it's Anthony Chang. I don't like him. He's he's a puppet. I don't want to see him anymore. We're divorced from Anthony Chang on the show. I'm I'm putting an Anthony Chang ban. No He'll Anthony be on next Chang week. until Dion plays his next game. I don't want Anthony six Chang. Six to eight on. weeks, right? In six, six eight weeks. In six to eight weeks. We can have Anthony Chang on. Until then, nada. No. Do you think he apologized? Do you think he apologized because he knew he was wrong? Anthony? Of course he's what wrong. What if? What if they? I know what. Wouldn't it be funny if they like he came? He did his job right. He got the news or whatever it was. He's like, okay, the Heat are saying that Dion's fine. And then a week later, it's like, wait a second, maybe this is maybe this is pretty bad. And now he feels bad that he that he took a dump on a report. I'll say the best. Leisure would never do that. Leisure nope. would make up an injury for Dion to make a report more true. I want I want Leisure back on the pod, but he told me that he thought he'd be terrible. 
because he hasn't watched a game this year, which I hadn't watched this year until recently. I just, I just asked yeah. you guys if Mike Bibby was a Heat lifer. It doesn't get worse than this. Yeah, and I didn't watch a lot of games this year either. So I mean, it's not a big deal. You're just being sadonic. Not watching. Games. No, I, I, ne- I don't watch a lot of them live. I end up watching them later, but I do watch the games. Speaking of Sedano, that was really cool of him to wear the uh, the Arsposa shirt on uh, on La Nacion. Oh my god, we pissed off Philadelphia, man. Oh, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, we haven't talked about this. I don't think we brought this up last pod. When we bothered that guy in Utah who called he fans obtuse. Yeah, what was that? That, like, hoops critic editor, uh, Dan something. What was that yeah, guy? Yeah, because uh, Ben, ben Dowsett. Ben Dowsett, yeah. So so you put, tell the story. He put, some, he put some Rudy Gobert numbers, and our writer, Christian Hernandez, just uh, quotes it, and he just adds what Hassan was doing in the similar stat categories. Just to point out that Hassan's having a pretty good year, too, because a lot of Heat fans really take a dump on Hassan, and, and he's very polarizing here. And this Ben Dossett guy just goes bananas. He says Christian's being a psycho. He's calling Heat fans obtuse. He's like, why why do you have to bring up another player why can't two players be playing well at the same time like he just makes all these leaps and just starts slandering heat fans i mean i guess are we up to us i don't even know i guess we are no we're a bunch of jackasses but we're we're really good yeah. at this as far as Twitter's we're really concerned. we're really rude like someone horse cocked him they did yeah. we back we bike <laughs> no but the um the best part is like when people kept found all of his old tweets Comparing players to jazz players, oh my god! Like doing the exact same thing he accused Christian of doing, like, and I mean, talk about obtuse! Like that guy is a jackass, but whatever. Dude, that he also a- got he he pissed off the Warriors. Uh, I don't know if it was this season or earlier because of some. Last he seems to be like just a whiny writer who really really yeah, likes his jazz, and when things bitch. don't go his way, he's like yeah. Gold Hammer in Cleveland. Like it's just. Some of these writers are just such, I mean, writers and like these just, I don't know what you want to call them, media people are just, just such bitches, dude. Like, just <laughs> whiny ass hoes, like all of them, like, so annoying. Like, they get so sensitive, like Matt Moore from CBS. Like, if yep, you got blocked, oh, oh nice. if you dare to disagree with his ass, block. Like, dude, grow a pair, man. Like, you sit here and spew opinions all day. Like, someone is going to disagree with you. Like, grow the hell up. The, those writers I'm sorry. tend to hate Heat fans. Yeah, because... Well, we're... we're come on, we're, we're a dis- ridiculous group. Yeah, I, had to explain, I had to explain horse cocking to Sarah the other night because the same guy had done it to the Detroit mascot, and I was scrolling <laughs> through... And I cracked up, and she's like, what are, you, mascot. "What are you? What are you laughing at?" And I was just like, "Oh, I showed her the picture of this this horse mascot being horse cocked." Could you explain <laughs> to the audience what uh, what horse cocking is, so that the ones that don't know, it's exactly oh. what you think it is. <laughs> it, it, it originated. Exactly. It originated exactly during the big three years. Uh, many people did not like Miami, and uh, he Twitter. Let me tell you something. I think Mike that's like her atomic bomb. That's 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 like setting off a nuclear bomb. Mike Ryan said it best on the Levitard show. Heat Twitter was born in fire. Yep. Like, do not, we, like we were man. These writers can mess with other fan bases, and they'll come with like half-ass comebacks, and they'll just start saying bad words. Dude, I remember fighting with Hornets Twitter last year. No, what an unfair fight! Amateur My, hour, they were dude. not prepared. Amateur hour. Even Raptors <laughs> like, Twitter. Amateur hour, dude. Oh, dude, I, I don't, I, like, Celtics Canadians Twitter, are way too nice. Celtics Twitter is, like, they're not funny. They're just, they're kind of, they're just, they're really savage. Like, they're just. They're oh, just, did you, did you see what happened to the Celtics guy the other, the other day? No. When he, oh, man, he said something like, yo, how many, how many playoff wins, I don't know, someone was saying something about Oh, Brent's yeah, team. that was bad. What happened? And he was like, how many, how many playoff wins does Spolster have since LeBron left? And he Without was like, LeBron. Yeah, yeah we're like, uh, we won a series last year, and we almost, yeah, we're like, he, we're seven, no, he said, seven. what is Spolster's record without LeBron in the yeah, playoffs yeah, yeah. Since, since LeBron left? It's and it was like seven. seven and seven, while Brad Stevens is two and eight? Yep. <laughs> so, that was a... Uh, that really wasn't his his shining moment. I love when. No, I'm sorry. Spo was seven and eight, right? 
Like seven seven. No, seven seven. They won in seven. And yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Seven seven. Yeah. I love when people don't, don't give us another loss. Sorry. Don't you dare. Um, they didn't lose an eight. Uh, I, I love when like people outside, like from other fan bases or other writers, mostly writers, when they decide that they want to take it up with Heat Twitter, that they never win that. Oh no, it's always bad. They get it's like what happened to Michael days. Rappaport. Oh my! Michael God. Rappaport thinks he's a like, he's like a, he's a professional comedian. He thinks he thinks he's hilarious, and then he got into it with Mike Ryan. And I mean that was the end of him pretty quickly. What, what, what um, yeah, he's and, he's gone, right? He's gone. Yeah, we're done with him. But see, that's the thing that's funny, guy? like, huh? Remember the basketball breakdown guy? Yeah, that's the thing. Like Mike Ryan is not even like beloved by Heat Twitter. Like we are, we like, we go at Mike Ryan all the time. But go at Mike Ryan, like no, he's one of us. Like we can we can beat up on Mike Ryan, but nobody else can. It's like uh. What happened with Sedano and Coach the other day? Like, people are oh constantly God. badgering Sedano from Heat Twitter. But as soon as Sedano got into it with Coach, you see a bunch of Heat Twitter people just destroying poor Coachman. Um, who, and that's another whiny bitch. Um, <laughs> Coachman. What is his deal, dude? Golly. Like, yes. he, do you remember he got mad because Stu Gotts was on Mike and Mike? Now he's mad that Sedano has his own show? Like, I mean, the guy's just angry. I'll, I'll just All that one today, dude. Now, I haven't done this in a while, man. Like, I haven't done this in a while with media people. Like, Do I've left. Else? No, I've, I've, you see, I leave. A, I've been leaving local Miami sports media alone because I'm trying to be one of them. I'm trying to get blocked by Ira so hard, and it's not working. He won't block me. Ira won't block you. Ira won't block me. Like I, I just always tweet him secondary audio. I'm, I'm just really mean to him. I almost feel bad. And I think yesterday he put on. Twitter, You're like no one asked you if. if uh... yeah, so yesterday he put like talking about his son covering a Florida game in Madison Square Garden, and I'm like, I quote tweet him. I was like, no one asked you. Like, no, that was you missed the <laughs> joke because he had he had a hashtag on that tweet. Did you see the hashtag? No. Grinding Windermans. <laughs> oh my god! He did not use like, that. That was that was the joke. You missed the joke completely. Like he wrote "grinding Windermans," which might be the grossest thing I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is the I, grossest I, hashtag of I all thought time. Thing was funny, but yeah, you're right. That uh, that's, that's, that's yeah. You missed the I'm joke sure, on that. One. I'm sure uh, Winderman's wife was calling him like, "You can't be doing that hashtag ever." You can't you can't be grind you can't talk about your son and then <laughs> Your love of the outdoors led you to buy a fishing boat. And your love of your boat led you to turn a day on the water into a four-day trip, which led you to a record-breaking trout and a bubbling lava hot sunburn, which led you to a new respect for proper sun care technique. Fortunately, your love of your fishing boat also led you to protect it with progressive boat insurance, which you got indoors because of that sunburn. Ouch. I want to put some aloe on that. Visit Progressive.com to cover the things you love. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.